This is Diedrich Moon. I'm the author of The Unexpected Journey, Firing Gold, and you're listening to Moments of Grace. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. So happy to have you here with us on today on this wonderful, beautiful day, this uh, <laughs> this eclectic day that we have. Uh, I hope your day is going well. I know mine is doing very well. We had some challenges, but uh, you know, that's that's part of life. You know, we, we take the good with the bad and we understand that uh, we are overcomers. We, we can't lay down, we can't give up. We have to continue to keep moving. Um, and, and one of the things, one of the beautiful things about life is when I was in college, one of the things I studied was um, industrial psychology. And, and it has to deal with how colors make you feel, how fabrics and how things make you feel. Just full disclosure here, uh, industrial psychology is, is one of those things that if you're in, in, if you're in manufacturing, it helps you to work in more of a happy environment. If you're in an office setting, it's it's there to uh, get more product productivity out of you. Never, never anything that I plan on using, but I've always kept it in the cauldrons of my mind uh, about what I learned. Um, th there are more things though that go with color. You know, the congruence of design and color. These these things are um, make us feel good. Uh, they also are mood altering. Sometimes fabric, color, and design also brings us into a place of ancestral pain as well as the possibility of our future. You know, uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but I know for myself, I've sit, stood in front of the closet of many a day and thought about how that suit that I would wear would affect the boardroom or how it would uh, make my wife feel if I wore something that she really liked. You know, uh, fabric design, uh, functionality, all three of these things bring us into a place of wholeness. Uh, and it speaks to our unconscious as well as our consciousness. Uh, my guest today um, has a total understanding of that. She is a uh, Monica Allen, who is the founder of, and uh, co-founder of Zeus Closet, also Stuff for Greeks. And uh, she's also the founder and CEO of Monica uh, Interior and E-Design on call. We don't definitely have to find out about that. She's a fellow podcaster. She has a podcast called Stitched for Success. And I love, I love her book. Her book is uh, you graduated, now what? 10 steps to stand out and get hired in a new economy. Welcome, Monica. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Wonderful, wonderful. Would you introduce yourself? I, I, I told some, I told the people some abstract things about you, but but share with us a little bit about yourself. Of course, I am a mom of two. I'm a wife, I'm a business owner. I truly enjoy all things business. Okay. I came from eight years of corporate and decided to venture out on my own um, some 18 years ago. Oh, wow. So it's been a, um, an, an adventure. 
a challenge, but something that I have truly enjoyed. So, so it seems like you're, uh, and I guess the new term is um, uh, uh, or, uh, uh, you know, when you have multiple, multiple entrepreneurial projects that you're working on. Yes, I do consider myself a serial entrepreneur. Serial I, um, entrepreneur. That's I'm old, so you have to help me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I consider myself that, um, but Zeus's Closet and Stuff for Greeks probably takes up most of my time. Okay. Um, we are always doing decorated apparel, and and what makes us unique is we'll do just one of something. We're not a company that requires six pieces or twelve or a hundred. We will do just one of something for you. So we, our mantra is you dream it, we design it. And uh, that's been a lot of fun for me as a creative. I'm not necessarily a, a designer or an artist by trade, but I'm a very creative person. So it has been a joy for me to work in the industry for over 18 years. Wow, wow. Now you mentioned you came out of corporate America and, and uh, so, you know, you, you, you're, I guess you were like, I am, I was, I worked for, um, uh, a large manufacturer, um, retired about seven, eight years ago. And, um, uh, I, I can't say I, I, I thank goodness. I wish I had done it early. I put it like that. You've done this for almost two decades. And so, uh, have you, have you found any challenges or any, um, what's been the big difference for you? from you know getting up in the morning taking that commute to working for yourself oh gosh there's definitely lots of differences Mm -hmm. um but you know jumping out of corporate was somewhat of a challenge because i'm a planner and um i was raised with a grandmother and a mother who told me to get a good education and get a good job job. and Mm -hmm. i follow i followed that you know i was like okay and i was very practical i went to the student career center i looked up what's gonna you know what the job rate of hiring was with different majors and honestly i picked my major based on that so i went into um, risk management and insurance which was 98 percent placement rate in my university and i got a job right out of school um but what i noticed as far as differences is i am truly enjoying not having to clock in yes, <laughs> somewhere <tell me> about <laughs> um yes but i also find and this is what i tell people is that you will work harder for yourself than yes. you've worked for anyone yeah. um especially when you're passionate about what you're doing i look forward to working it's a joy for me to get up and hop on my laptop in the morning mm-hmm. so that's the that's the big difference i don't i don't dread mondays I know a lot of people who have that Sunday night dread and I just don't. Mondays are exciting for me. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get a lot of stuff done this week. You there know, you so it's it's very different. There you go. I know I know with me, I'm, um, and I share it with you in the green room, we're uh, um, a day trader and then we own a, a company where we teach people how to, uh, how to trade. And so um, needless to stay, say, you know, the market's open at four o'clock. So I'm on my phone by 3.30 and preparing for the day and teaching and all this other stuff that goes on. So you're exactly right. You know, it's the, the only difference is for me is the commute, but um, it, it is joyful. There's there's a, a particular joy to it. Um, as you are um, in this space, this, this, this new environment of um, people working for themselves, entrepreneurs working for themselves. 
what have been some of your challenges? Uh, you know, the one of the challenges for me now is not having, you know, the um, infrastructure backing me up on a project I was working on. Uh, now, if I'm doing something, it's it's me, or I have to <clears throat> have to hire another firm or something to do to help me out. So, so what are your some of your challenges? I know you have partners or you know you have uh this manufacturing piece that you're doing with uh zeus closet and all that but what's your what what are some of your greatest challenges you know i would say my biggest challenges falls and in, fall into two buckets and one being people um it's we have a great team now a, a wonderful team okay. but we have cultivated that team gotcha. over you know gotcha. the past 15 years right um, and starting so young, I mean, I was in my 20s when I started my business. And so I just didn't, I didn't really know how to manage people. All I knew is I'm, I'm good with people. I love talking to people, but that does not mean you're great at managing people. True. So I had to read a lot and learn a lot. So that's one bucket. And then the other bucket would be can, money. Can we, can you know, we take when, a step back for just a minute? I'm sorry. Sure. We take a step back, hit, hit that again, where you, you know, because I want to make sure we, we hit these high points that even though you're a good people person, you may not be a good manager. So so speak on that a little bit more, if you don't mind. Oh, for sure. So, you know, coming out of corporate, I had good managers. I had a great direct manager. I had a horrible manager yeah, above her. Um, and so I went into my business thinking what I'm not going to do and what I'm not going to be. And it was great. You know, I didn't have Cubeville. I left Cubeville and I, mm-hmm. and I was happy with that. And I refused to create a Cubeville. Okay, so good. that was wonderful. But when it came to actually managing people, I just wasn't good at it. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to have servant leadership or any of that and so i had to read a lot of books um i'm actually in partnership with my husband um, and we had to learn to work together so you have that situation um which is a whole nother thing whole nother conversation for probably a whole nother episode right but um but it was it was challenging just learning to manage people because i can connect with you all day long but when it comes to leading you and managing you i've had to learn that over time and i've gotten much better but it was it was it was an uphill battle for me for sure. Do, do you think the the that issue came about because of inexperience, youth, or is that just your personality? What do you think? And again, um, I want to hit these pieces because you know we uh, we, we have listeners all over the world. Um, I thank God we have a very eclectic listening group. Anybody, somebody's listening right now that may be going through what you went through then you know as you cultivated like you said over you know 15 years so there was three years of struggle there maybe um mm-hmm. was it personality youth what, what or experience what do you what do you think uh was oh gosh why you you uh, couldn't connect or manage people at that point i think it definitely was youth i okay, mean gotcha. you know you you definitely learn over time right and you learn through it a lot of things you learn through experience you learn when you make the mistakes not to do that again that's right um so definitely definitely youth had a lot to do with it but i what i am thankful for is that i was smart enough to not think that i knew everything right um and what the way i did things were the right way and that person was wrong Mm -hmm. i knew i had to learn and i knew there were lots of resources out there to learn so i would go to conferences i would read books um I would I would do all of those things to to make myself better and I still do it. I still 
will listen to a podcast on leadership. Mm-hmm. I will read a book about leadership, about management, because I do want my team. Without my team, I don't have a business, That's really. Right. I can't That's do right. I can't do it all. I have to delegate. And so and also I learned how to hire. I'm still learning this though, but learning to hire the right people to be a part of the team. Right. Because if you hire someone that's not a good fit, mm-hmm. then that in itself causes great issue in your company. So learning how to hire as well was was super important for Got us. You. Got you. Well, Monica, what I'd like to do is we like to take a little small break. And when we come back, we want to continue our discussion. But I also want to get into your book because um, your book is is very interesting. Uh, the context uh, of now you've graduated, now what? <laughs> you know, the, the context of your book, I want to get into it. Uh, I remember um, back in 1975, and I'm retired military, um, when I got out of the military, I had a, the opportunity of getting a book by John Molly, I believe it was, Dressed for Success. And so your book right now is timely because, you know, the when I got out of the military, the European suit, you know, which is the common, you know, preacher suit, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's called the European suit, was, you know, kind of what people wore to interviews and all this other stuff. And looking at the uh, workspace now, as well as um, public square now, it's totally different. Uh, we, we've taken off some of those fashion faux pas and and we're a little bit more casual and other things. So I'd love to talk with you also about your book when we come back, okay? Sounds great. Wonderful. Um, We're talking with Monica Allen, and she is um, co-founder of Zeus Closet, also uh, Monica Allen's interior uh, and e-design on call. Uh, She's worked with uh, such notables as uh, Tyler Perry, as well as McDonald's, she and her companies. And um, so when we come back, we're going to continue to have our conversation and we're going to get into this dynamic book that she's written as well. So this is your host, Dr. E. Jerome Butler. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you ever wanted to learn how to trade in the stock market? maybe for an exchange or even how to buy investment property. Check out this company that is teaching beginners how to become winners in the markets. It is TradeAcademyPro.com. Again, TradeAcademyPro.com. My name is Adriana. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I wrote a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance. Like my dad always says, keep the light on. You know, the everything, everything in our lives, color and, and design. In fact, 
Steve Jobs talked about design uh, being a part of our lives and also about color being a part of our lives. But the main thing is the functionality. And one thing I've, I've found is you guys know how it is. Now, let's be honest. You know how it is. You're standing in front of your closet and you have, you know, just you have several outfits you could wear. But there's that one outfit that you love to wear. And you probably wear that one several times a year when you know you have a closet full of clothes. Functionality makes you feel good, you know. Um, there's that certain sofa you may have in your house or a certain room in your house. I know for us, we love our living room. We love to design our living room and, and do uh, upgraded and move furniture and things of that nature. Um, my guest today um, has an e-design uh, uh, on call company and Monica Allen is her name. And so we want to we want to come back into our conversation talking about that, if you don't mind, Monica. And then we want to talk about your book. But uh, share with me about that that uh, e-design on call. I, I, I love that. And I know you're um, you're in in Georgia, correct? Atlanta in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Yes. OK. Yes. Uh, is this something that you do worldwide or is it just locally or but with it being e on call? I, I don't know. So share with us how that works. So initially, I, you know, I studied interior design and um, I started locally just doing interior design work for people, typically on referral, because with my other businesses, I'm pretty busy. So I prefer referrals. I don't really go out and market my interior design services. But I decided to start e-designers on call because sometimes people just need a little guidance. Yeah. They don't necessarily need to, you know, drop thousands of dollars on um, an interior designer coming into their home and measuring out things and doing all that. They really just need someone's blessing to say, yes, that goes together right. or no, that does not go together. Right. You know, right. that's so e-designers on call is for that purpose. You can basically just sign up, pay a monthly fee and um, I help you just kind of zoom into your house, literally using okay. Zoom or FaceTime or something like that. And you can ask me questions on, you know, what do you think about these curtains or do they need to be longer? What are your thoughts on this or that? So that's where e-designers on call came from because gotcha. I know some people just need a little assistance. Right. And I would imagine with um, everything that's going on, um, this is, probably a good viable business at this point like you said utilizing zoom and and things of that nature were you doing that before or um has this been um an explosion uh, of of what you do or or you know since since covid and all of this people still have little projects they want to get done i'm sure they still have things they want to get done in their homes uh, and now is a good time to do it while some people are are um you know quarantining themselves or or quarantine because uh so how's that how's that side of your business done since um COVID or has it slowed down or is your is that part of your business just kind of ripe for this this environment you know so Jerome I haven't really I don't really market this business gotcha, a whole lot gotcha, gotcha. I I enjoy I do enjoy doing interior design but I have not really marketed lately I started it about four years ago okay and um and really was all in and then kind of fell off of it 
but you know, I haven't really pursued it during COVID. I probably should circle back to that. Of course, during COVID, I decided to start my podcast. And you. so that's been keeping me very busy. Um, but you yeah. Just send me a I, check when you, you start point. making some of my, uh, uh, some of my, my listeners call you up for help. You can just send me a little, little lust type. No, I'm cutting up with you. I just think a it's very fee, interesting. A finder's fee. There you go. Yeah. I just think it's very interesting, especially this day and time, because I know with us, we had um, a lot of painting projects and a lot of things, you know, since COVID has come, we're at home a little bit more. And even over the Christmas holidays, you know, we started, we, we probably started, you know, right after Halloween, I'm being honest, you know, because we're just so bored. Uh, started after Halloween, putting up, putting our uh, uh, declarations up and stuff we hadn't put up in years, we put up and everything else. So, um, you know, I, I, I just think that's a, a, a very interesting piece of what you guys do um, that, uh, you know, Eve by design, I, I really love that. Um, but you, you just mentioned you also have a podcast. So, um, tell me how that's going. Um, I, I, I know for me, this is, uh, I was doing something similar, um, for seven years and then I took a three year break and then, um, I was introduced to podcasting by, uh, one of my, uh, protégés, um, uh, young lady I've mentored for years, uh, who was doing it and she just thought it would be a, a great fit and it has been. Uh, so, so share with us about your podcast and, and what it's about and, and how people can listen to it. Sure. Well, first of all, Jerome, you have an excellent radio voice, by the way. Well, thank you. Um, so it's perfect. But the podcast came about because for many years in our business in Zeus's Closet, I'll get especially young people into the store who's starting a clothing line or wanting to start a business or they just started a business. And what I found is I would stand there and mentor them or tell them about profits and revenues and expenses. And I found myself just teaching all the time. And I thought to myself, you know, I really would love to start a podcast to help side hustlers and aspiring entrepreneurs be successful and avoid a ton of the mistakes that I made as a young entrepreneur. So that is where the podcast came from. And so I really talk about business. I talk about, I almost think about it as getting an MBA through a podcast, you know, so really helping you understand your books and um, how to decide on pricing for your product or service, that type of stuff. And that's really what the podcast is about. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And it can be listened to, you can find it on Apple and Spotify and Anchor and all of those great places. All those platforms, great, great. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you started this this year? I mean, well, excuse me, last year, 2020? Yes. I started during during the lockdown. Yes, (laughs) I I think... I think I just needed someone to talk to outside of my husband and my two kids. Intro, so I, was I like, got you. I got yeah. You. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and talk to people <laughs> out in the world that I don't know. Right. And right. so I started there. I do interview other entrepreneurs. Okay. Because okay. I do think it's valuable to know what their challenges are and what True. have been their hard spots. But so Stitch for Success has double meaning for me. We do embroidery. So <laughs> there's sti- literal stitches there. But also I have gone through some bumps in the road and tossed up and down. And so I feel like I have been stitched up in some cases gotcha. Um, gotcha. and have truly learned through those battle wounds, mm-hmm. through those scars 
as I've grown, as we've grown our business. So I've learned a lot and I really want to help other people avoid those battle wounds and scars if I can. Yes, exactly. It is, it is, it is something because, well, I think with, with me, one of the, and, and my audience already knows people that know me, if I had hair, I'm bald, I would pull it out because, um, you know, I, I've always thought one of the worst things that we can do, Monica, is to, like I said, I'm a lot older than you are, to um, go to the grave with all of this in me. So for me, it's all about emptying out, you know, either to my kids or, like I said, have several people that have entrusted me with um, educating them, um, you know, just, just making sure everything's out of me by the time I'm called home, I'll put it like that. So it's it's a it, it's a challenge when you see the need and um, people don't get it. Um, you know, as you just mentioned, young entrepreneurs I run across them all the time. And like I said, as a as a trader, as an investor, um, you know, we've we've gone through some of the pitfalls that uh, businesses have gone through, and we've you know helped churches and nonprofits with 501c3s and all that. Do you find you're a lot younger than I am? I'm going to state that again. <laughs> Do you find more of a, a opportunity connecting with young entrepreneurs that they listen to you or um, do you find some that are challenging? And, and like I said, it may be an age thing for me as like I said, w- with all I have um, that I can run across somebody I know that's getting ready to make a mistake and I almost want to shake them, but you can't force them because it's their business. You can't force them to do anything, you know, but uh, how are you received? I guess I would say with, with the millennials, with the younger generation. So I find that because they walk into our store, which okay, looks gotcha. really nice gotcha. because I did the design work. There you go. There you <laughs> but um, <laughs> but they walk into our store and, and to them, our store does say success. Yes. And so I feel like they are very open to listening mm. because in their minds, okay, I'm listening to someone who's successful, who's, who's here, has right. this nice loft building and I can come in and place my order and that type of thing. Okay. So they do, I feel like they do listen. They do pay attention. Good. I actually just picked up a coaching client um, oh, cool. a couple of months ago. And not that I necessarily intended on doing that, but I realized that I have a lot of knowledge, Um, not just to be in a podcast, but to actually feed to someone directly and help them grow their business, which is a goal. I mean, the more small businesses we can have, the better. Mm -hmm. That's where the true economy is, is in small businesses. So I really am about helping small businesses. And I know that you mentioned my um, graduated now what book? But I actually just recently wrote an ebook that can be downloaded on my website, stitchforsuccess.com, called The 10 Secrets to Small Business Success in 2021. And that book is very, it's a very quick read, but I truly believe it is a, it has guiding principles in it for your success. And I say that because these are the secrets that we've used for this past year. We actually came up above our revenue numbers from 2019 in 2020 during COVID COVID, because we had certain foundations in place that allowed us to continue to be successful. So 
hopefully, you know, people can can read that and get some ideas as well on how they can continue to be successful as they grow their business. And so I've kind of taken a break from the interior design stuff because I'm like, I'm kind of like you, Jerome. I want to impart this knowledge on people for success. And one of my favorite songs is I Was Here by Beyonce. Um, if you listen to that song and oh my gosh, if you watch the video, it is so powerful because it really talks about you making your mark, no matter how big or small that mark may be. If you touch one person, it can make such a huge difference because then that person can touch another person and you just continue to pay it forward. So I totally agree with you on leaving those resources here on earth because they're no good where we're going yeah, after that you yeah, know they're, they're no good in the grave and i'll have to go exactly. back and listen to that i don't you know i don't really listen to most <laughs> i'm a jazz Secular. guy like i said i'm an older guy i'm a jazz guy not not even too much of a um you know a lot of gospel i love gospel <laughs> but i'm a jazz guy so i'll have to go back and and uh and, and take a take a listen to that i love uh, yes. i love you know, uh, you know, the James Baldwin. I love stuff that's a little bit deeper than than just on the surface. So I'll have to go back and take a listen to that. Thank you for sharing that with yeah. me. I want to learn something every single day myself. And with that said, tell us about um, tell us about your book, because um, like I said, you know, every generation needs to have um, someone that <clears throat> is speaking to helping them to go to the next level. Um, Like I mentioned, you know, 1975, when uh, Dress for Success came out, it was a bestseller, it did very well. I remember reading it while I was in the military and while I was getting ready to get out of the military because um, I always wanted to, and and I must admit, you know, when I worked in corporate America, one thing that, that was always said was to dress at a level above your manager. Um, and I always did that. So I always had a, you know, very polished, clean, clean appearance. And unfortunately, you know, the dynamics of, of fashion changed. So that whole moniker, uh, what I, when I used to come in with a tie, you know, because I owned an insurance company at one time as well, come in with a tie and all that. And that soon gave way you know the suit and tie gave way to the sweater vest you know and the tie and then eventually the sweater vest went away and then polo so so um uh talk with me about your book and how you wanted to speak to the the, this generation that is here now contemporaries right now and people that are coming up because um like i said in 1975 that book has it's dated you, you understand what i'm saying it's, it's now i totally dated. understand yeah right great information but it is dated now so uh your book the title of your book speaks to me because it's speaking to um the next generation so speak to me about um your book and and what people can expect when they read it so you graduated now what came out of the fact that I interviewed so many people over the years. I will be doing a revision to the book though, because I do think that a lot has changed due to COVID. 
So it does need to be revisited. We're in a new, a new, new economy. Yes. Um, yes. Post COVID. So, right. and and we're not even quite post COVID yet. So it will be a um, a second version coming out of the book at some point. If not this year, definitely next year. Okay. But one of the things that I talk about in the book is, and I'll use the dress for success as an ex- dress for success as an example. In the book, we let people know you should actually go and look at the place where you're interviewing meaning you see people coming in and out how are they dressed Mm, and that's how you want to dress when Mm. you go to the interview a step up is great but you don't want to make the person who's interviewing you feel too uncomfortable that you're Mm. so overdressed but you want to look at the environment that you're going into and that's so that's speaking to how to dress for an interview, how to dress when you go to work there, how to behave when you go to work there. If you get the job, you know, go with a notepad and pen, show them that you're interested in learning or take, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say take notes on your phone at first because people can think you're distracted. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but you do want to show engagement in your new position. So you're learning. So those little things, it's really a book. For some reason, I find that I love 10 tips. So it's 10 tips in that book as (laughs) well. I just realized that. But um, I guess I really do like keeping my tips down to 10. But, you know, it talks about, you know, preparing your resume. And we're in a really different world right now, um, especially with the fact that most companies are no longer even looking at your resume. It's yeah, going into a system. system. They're looking and for keywords. Exactly. Algorithms, and right. right. Exactly. And mm. so you really need to know what that company is looking for. So maybe networking, getting to know someone who works there, um, having someone put in a good word for you. All of those things are very important. Uh, as much as you can, you know, make those things happen. So gotcha. that's really what the book is about. Just speaking to I'll give you another example. I was interviewing someone and this is an example that's in the book. And I asked them, when have you gone above and beyond in a past position? They sat there and they thought and they thought and they thought and they thought and they couldn't come up with an answer. Wow. Okay. And that baffled me because I could have come up with something. I stayed a little late to finish a project, you know, something. Right. And so they didn't get the job because I'm thinking you're not willing to ever exactly. <laughs> go above and above beyond. beyond. Exactly. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know the when little things like that. I know when, um, um, you know, when I, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I had an insurance company and in management and corporate, I, I remember a young man, I hired him. Uh, he was a good, 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 uh, well, I would say kid, you know, but good guy. Um, but he, I remember a statement that he made and I thought about that statement and um, <clears throat> while we were there and I always, you know, he talked about loyalty and, you know, um, again, it, it's, it's one of those things as a manager, as an own business owner, you have an opportunity to kind of mentor the young people that are coming up. And uh, he, he mentioned to me about loyalty. And the reality is these days and times, the statistic, and you probably know it better than I, better than I do. Um, I think the last time I looked at the statistics that over the course of someone's 40 years of working, they would have had anywhere from eight to 15 jobs. And so when he mentioned to me about loyalty, um, I asked him if he had any children, if he had a wife, he said, yeah, you know, I got a wife and we're, you know, young couple and everything. and. So you own a car, I said, yeah, I own two cars and I got the, the house note and everything else. 
And like I told him, and it's going to sound ugly what I'm going to say, Monica. All right. But I told him I didn't need his loyalty. I needed him obligated. Because if he was mm. obligated, he's going to come to work. Okay. His loyalty to me or to the company will wing based on his production. If his production is, is gone, the company will have no loyalty. And they'll put me in a position where I can't keep it. But if he's obligated, that car note, that house note, the kids, um, that will motivate him. Uh, I was not one of those nasty, ugly managers. Don't get me wrong. It sounds bad. I know it does sound bad, but it's a reality. Um, you know, <clears throat> I had a hard time of hiring people. And that's why I said the reason I kind of adopted that ideology was I had a real hard time of people coming to work, you know, when they weren't obligated. Um, I'm, I'm a rapper, you know, I'm living with my girlfriend, you know, I got four, four kids that I don't take care of those things right there is imagine i'm just speaking from me now guys those kind of things right there didn't speak obligation but that guy who had the car note that wanted to keep his car who had the house note that wanted to keep his home had a wife that he wanted to keep children that he wanted to raise um he was obligated and so he would come to work now i'm gonna get off of my soapbox monica tell us <laughs> how people can get in contact with you, um, how they can um, get your book, how they can get in contact with uh, Zeus Closet and, and all that you guys do. Sure. Um, well, Zeus's Closet, you can go to Zeus'sCloset.com and you can get quotes from us or you can place an order. You can reach me at stitchforsuccess at gmail.com. And especially if you are on the journey of wanting to start a business or you recently started a business, maybe I would say last three years and just want some guidance. I love mentoring. I'm more than happy to help. Uh, and then with the book, Graduated Now, what's available on Amazon.com. Okay. And again, you can download the 10 Secrets to Small Business Success in 2021, which is my most recent ebook um, you can download that at stitchforsuccess.com just click through the link and you can download that and let's see oh i also have a stitch for success facebook group oh, good. join okay. that if you are running a business because we have other small business owners in the group we are an encouragement for each other we bounce ideas off each other we give support to each other one of the things that I have found, and my husband and I talk about this all the time, is being an entrepreneur can be lonely. Yes. Because you really don't want to go to your team members and say, woe is me. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. you asked about challenges, and I didn't necessarily hit on this one, but money can be a challenge yes. in a business, funding. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there have been times when I've had to go to my team and say, you know, we've got to pick up our sales here, guys. Right. But right. at the same time, you don't want to go to that, go to that, you know, with them all the time. So it can be lonely. And so it helps to have other entrepreneurs that understand where you are, where you're coming from, what your hardships are. And they can say, well, my experience is, or when I had that a similar situation, this is what I did. I can't say that that's the right step for you, but this is what I did. Right. So it helps to have just mutual understanding within a group so stitch for success facebook group pop in there um, and listen to the podcast i'm hoping that it'll help people i know that people are listening to it but i definitely want to reach more people who are out there starting their businesses and getting going 
I really want to help you start on the right foot and, and continue to grow. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Monica, this has been such a joy. Um, like I said, I, I, I love speaking with um, people. You know, our, our show is family friendly. I, I love speaking with people who are passionate about what they're doing. And um, so this has really been enjoyable. And I want to encourage you um, as a listener of Moments of Grace, please reach out to her and listen to her podcast. Uh, as you can, you can hear her passion of trying to pass on her knowledge, um, you know, 18 years experience, you know, that the, the pitfalls, the uh, ups and downs of business, uh, also uh, of owning a business and her and her husband working together. You know, all of those are, are dynamics in this new economy. Um, there are a lot more uh, smaller businesses. There are a lot more uh, husband and wives, the mom and pops are coming back, you know, those mom and pop shops, but they're coming back in a different way. You know, we, they're, they're, they're coming back in, in uh, a bigger way, uh, much larger, uh, uh, making a much larger impact in the economy. And so we want to encourage you to reach out to Monica um, and check her out um, with her book, a podcast, and all that she is doing in Zeus's closet. I, I think that's that's kind of your baby, isn't it, Monica? It is. I, I get to meet so many wonderful people gotcha. through that company, and right, it right. really has inspired me, to, you know, to do some other things and to give back. So yes, gotcha. Zeus's closet is my baby. <laughs> got you, got you. Well, we wish your family well and, and your two babies that's Thank at you. school and your husband and your business. We we pray that uh, you all just continue to increase your uh, GDP continues to go beyond what it did in 19 and 2021 and into the future um, because we we need more <clears throat> we meet more more people that are professional business minded and presenting a product that we're we're, we're going to be proud of um, and I'm gonna say this and then we're going to get out of here I remember going to Alabama and um, everybody kept telling me about this uh, location. Say so they had the best barbecue, Tuscaloosa, I think it was, uh, Alabama, um, had the best barbecue in the world. And I went to the place and it, it was a shack. I'm just gonna be honest with you, it was a shack. But they told the truth that it was the best barbecue in the world. Um, they had built another location um, on, the, on the river and everything else, very nice. And I was fussing because I said, now, why you didn't send me to this location? Because, <laughs> because now, now here I would feel feel fine eating it. So, so again, what we present, and we have the best product in the world. Presentation is has a lot to do with it. The, you know, because we, we deal with the eye gate, all of the gates uh, that we ingest or, or intake before we spend our money. And so we always want to make sure we have a, a, a nice location for people to come and we're taking care of business. So with that said, Monica, thank you so much for being with us on Moments thank of Grace. You. And we'll have to get you back. And, and like I said, this is uh, this episode is is part of our African-American History Month, um, is which is uh, threads in our fabric. And you and your family are truly threads in, in the fabric of America because we are who makes this country great. Entrepreneurs and, and, and people all together that, that love this country and love what we do. We make this country great. 
So I want to thank you for being here on um, Moments of Grace and part of this episode of Threads in Our Fabric. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I would love to come back anytime. We will surely, surely have you back, especially when your your uh, your, your latest book comes back out. Please come back and share that with us. Will do. All right. That was Monica Allen. We have had such a wonderful time talking with her. And I want to encourage you guys to check them out. Zeus's Closet. Um, even though the, the design piece that she's doing, I'm going to throw her under the bus. Uh, uh, set up an appointment for her to do that for you also, because we want to see her successful. You can hear her passion. I can imagine her passion that she has with her, her with Zeus's Closet. She has the same passion with um, eBay Design. So contact her, become part of her Facebook group, and definitely get her book. Get her book and pass that book on to your young people that are coming up. Because again, like I said, um, you know, one of the things they do not teach, they can teach our children mathematics and science and, you know, they, a history, it's not history, a history and all this other stuff. But nobody teaches them how to be successful. Nobody teaches them how to go to the next level, how to dress, how to talk how to set up their resume. So Monica has all that in the books, kind of a behind the scenes to help um, your young people and maybe maybe even yourself, how to be successful as you're looking to um, go to that next position in the next job. Keep in mind with everything that's going on last year in COVID, uh, which we call the year of COVID 2020 and then the hangover from COVID, that's gonna, um, that's gonna be the new name for 2021, the hangover. Um, you know, the, the marketplace is going to be very, very challenging and you're going to need to be upgraded. You're going to need to have your stuff together and be polished. Just going in there with a few words on a resume or not really prepared, it's got to be out of the window because the marketplace is going to be competitive. But there's one thing I know is that you're going to be prepared for it. And when the company hires you, they're going to do better because you're there. And with that said, keep in mind that we love you. We look forward to having you back with us here on Moments of Grace. Remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time.